live and local, across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Alex Elbro. Cambridge 105 Radio. It's just gone half past 12 and it's time to welcome back Dr Alexis Willett. Hello to you. Good morning. Well, it's good afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, this is the this is like the twilight hour. You can never remember whether it's morning or afternoon, and especially with how dark it (laughs) is, it could be midnight, couldn't it? (laughs) It's lovely to see you again, and we are talking again um, about different aspects of calmism, ways to sort of take a breath, isn't it, and sort of um, re-centre yourself effectively. That's right. I think a lot of people are very tired and exhausted, but in many different ways. You know, you can be getting a good night's sleep, but still feel not yourself. And so today I wanted to talk about two aspects of calmism and that's focusing on um, mental rest and emotional rest, two different areas that we can try and work on to just feel a little bit better, have a little bit more energy in our day. And I think I would like to start with the mental rest because I think that's one we think about a lot and it's all about letting your brain unwind mental rest. So when we talk about mental rest, we often think about a very busy mind, a very chatty mind. Your mind's racing, lots of ideas, thoughts, worries. Sometimes you're just replaying conversations that have happened. I mean, it's a waste of energy, but it's creating this sort of mental overload. And we need to find little ways that we just feel a little bit better. And it's all about choosing to take control of that. So we can't, we can't control everything in the world and what happens to us, but perhaps we can choose how we respond to the world. And there's a lovely quote that I'd like to sort of start with because I think it just sort of sums it up and it's by someone called Marcus Aurelius. And he said, it is in your power to withdraw yourself whenever you desire. Perfect tranquility within consists in the good ordering of the mind, the realm of your own. And it is all about making that choice just to feel a bit better. Um, One area that's very popular and we've talked a lot about and especially given the pandemic is mindfulness and many people probably you know have have come across it might might be doing something to do with that but if if people aren't quite sure what that is it's really taking a bit more time to be present right now in this moment without judgment just accepting this moment in time and and being fully awake to that moment so it's not worrying about what's happened in the past or things that are done and it's not thinking about the future and what ha- what we've got to do next or worrying about things and that's often where our mind is it's either in the past or the future we don't spend that much time in the present right now and mindfulness teaches us or encourages us to spend a bit more time here and now and and the idea is that by doing that we can get rid of some of that racing some of that chattiness in the brain and just feel a little bit more rested and this can involve just taking a few moments because it it, it, you can get quite complicated but actually the simplest way is just take a few moments just be still maybe close your eyes or lower your eyes to the to the ground just feel the ground under your feet and then sometimes think about the senses you know what can i see what can i hear what can i smell what can i feel what can i taste and by just thinking about those things at that time you're just suddenly in the present and then it you might take a few moments to think well how do I feel right now what do I appreciate right now what am I grateful for right now and it's all those things and then maybe you come out of that thinking oh there's something I could do you know I was you may not be having a judgment in that moment but maybe you just think actually I could just do a little stretch I'm a bit stiff 
or I could do with some fresh air or anything like that. But it's it's really just centering on the now and that really helps the brain just just stop. Just stop all the craziness and just focus on now. So with that, if you if you do this, I mean I've tried this many times. I do find it if you do do it, it really does work and it really does kind of ground you. But you do get those thoughts that then flick, you know, you do think about the past and, ha- and the, f- the future. And it is annoying, isn't it, that we don't live in the moment so much. We're either always like worrying about what we did say or or um, or what, what's happening next week or whatever or what we're going to do next. And you're always rushing to things. And how do you get in that? Or is it okay just to, what do you do with your thoughts at uh, that point? You're absolutely right. It happens to all of us. And and to get really good at it, it does take practice. And it's, there's, you know, it's no coincidence that people who are very good at meditating regularly practice. They practice it every day and they're better at clearing the minds. But it's about, you know, you're not doing it wrong. It's perfectly normal for thoughts to come and go. And they will all day long. We always have thoughts coming and going all day long. But it's about noticing that you've had a thought and just getting back to what do I see, what do I hear, or just looking at observing something, just the feel of something. It, it doesn't have to be beautiful or magical or amazing. It could be literally the table that's right next to you, something out the window, you're smelling, you know, um, some flowers or some cooking or anything. So it's just having no, no judgment about that. And it's fine. Thoughts will come and go. But it's once you notice it, then try and get back to that moment and i like what you say then about no judgment but also if you're doing the five things of you know all your senses it doesn't matter if you say well what can you say uh my knees or you know or the the television or you know it you don't have to look for a fancy thing to make it like a creative you know picture or anything like that just very very practical and i know you can do that on walks as well can't you absolutely Um, yeah just focusing anything anything you observe and it's not it's not about oh, I need to improve my vocabulary of how beautiful something is. It's just about by noticing something, you're not thinking about other things. And that just, it just creates a little break for your brain. And and I think that's good for, like, say, as you're walking along, oh, no, hang on, I can't just say road sign or pavement because that's not so interesting. Then you start, your brain would go off onto kind of all sorts of levels. I do this sometimes for sleeping Mm. when you... um, animals beginning with the alphabet or or everything i can think of with the color yellow or whatever it is and those things you you suddenly realize that when you wake up the next day you think well hang on i only got to z um, you know m or something you know you don't get to the thing so it clearly yeah it's a way of kind of calming you isn't it and i think it helps with anxiety as well yeah it does all these things are helpful just to to stop you getting that sort of negative loop because you can get thoughts that just go round and round and round. And it's trying to break that cycle um, through simple things. So you're not trying to fix problems. You're not trying to you're, you're not trying to create some sort of intervention. All you're doing is just breaking that cycle and just coming back to the here and now. The problems are still there. They're not going you know, they haven't gone away, but it allows you just a moment of calm. And sometimes those little moments add up. Um, actually, I was given a great analogy by um, a mindfulness coach, and she said some of these thoughts and worries and a racing brain, if you think of it a little bit like a snow globe and you're shaking it and all those little specks in there that are floating around and busily flying around, they're your thoughts and that's your brain. But actually mindfulness, if you sort of calm everything down and you allow that to settle, those worries and thoughts, they're still there, they're lying at the bottom of that snow globe but and they haven't gone away, so... But it allows you that moment of clarity and perhaps you can look at things more clearly and have a better perspective on how you're going to 
you know, go forward with those and manage those. And that's the idea. I love that analogy. I'm, I'm, you know, that I'm a very visual person like that. That I, I'm going to keep that now. That's going to be really good. Uh, did, have you got another part of that? Was so that was the mental. Mental, yes. Because I find mental and emotional. I was almost put them together, but they're. Yes. You, you're saying they're different. Well, really. I think of the, I think of the, this in terms of just that very real busyness, and that's what's creating your sense of tiredness and exhaustion. With emotional rest, we know that's not just about the brain. We can feel that all over the body. So you have those effects that, you know, you might be embarrassed and you feel hot and you feel, you know, or you've got, you're really nervous or really stressed and your stomach feels bad or your skin feels different, whatever it is. So we know it's a full Mm -hmm. body response sometimes with the emotions. So the idea with emotional rest is that we process our feelings better. We understand them better. We reflect better. I think we spend a lot of time reacting and not a lot of time reflecting. And one of the best ways to deal with our emotions is, first of all, we just accept them. You accept that we have the whole range of emotions. We're not here just to be happy every day. <laughs> and you, you, you can have, that could be your lifelong ambition is just to be happy. But then, and that would be wonderful, but it's not really a realistic because we will go through all sorts of emotions because things happen all the time. So it's about allowing that full range of, range of emotions but understanding or reflecting perhaps on some of the times why we feel like that and what might be the cause of that and what we can do about it. And then when we learn, we take that learning forward, we, we then can think about can we minimise triggers, those triggers that make us feel a certain way. And if we can't, what else could we do? So it's about understanding them, processing them, learning from it and being able to regulate them in future. So you allow your emotions but you spend a little bit more time being a bit more thoughtful about why you have them. Um, and I think a good way to do this, there's, I mean, there's lots of ways you can do this. And I'm thinking, when I'm thinking about emotions here, I'm talking about the very sort of very daily ones where you just think, oh, I'm so irritated about that thing, or I feel a bit sad, or, you know, if you have the, you know, very prolonged chronic issues, obviously you need to go and see someone about that and get some a professional help but these little things I think a good way is just regularly get into the habit of just you know stopping for a moment every day and just thinking how do I feel right now and it doesn't mean I don't mean after something's happened I just mean if you just do it when nothing in particular or when you're daydreaming just go how do I feel it just makes you reflect on well how am I feeling am I feeling happy am I feeling sad and a lot of people who do well-being apps when they start them, you often get a smiley face. How are you today? And the idea is to track that over time. But you can do that for yourself. You kind of think, well, what, what, what smiley face would I give myself? Would I be sort of that straight mouth or a downturn? Or a, or, a, or am I feeling happy? Do I feel a bit anxious? Because sometimes you feel a bit on edge. You don't really know why. Yeah, you can't put your finger on it. And and sometimes it's a good idea to just, if, if every day you go, well, how am I feeling? Then you can respond to that. And tap into that. Yeah, and because also, I guess again, if you have an extreme emotion, you're you, you you're not um, aware that you're not having that another time. It's exactly. a bit like when you hit your head on the wall or you've got a headache, yes. and then you suddenly don't have it. You yeah. you can't gauge what it feels like to be one or the other, can it? That's right. So I think if we tap into our emotions a bit better, because we're we're you know we're all the same. We all rush through life. It's what's next, what's next, what's next, and not taking the time. So it does tap in quite nice to these ideas of um, mindfulness as well. Is just reflecting a bit more on ourselves and it doesn't have to be some big you know big reflection that I'm going to go away for a weekend retreat to think about which would be lovely but sometimes it's just thinking actually 
I don't feel quite right. And why is that? Oh, and then you realise it was a conversation you had three days ago. And then by knowing that, you can then probably rationalise that and going, okay, it doesn't really matter and I don't need to feel that bad about it. Or, oh, I know, I forgot to do X. Okay, I'll just go and do it or I'll apologise to someone or you know, it could mm. be anything, couldn't yeah. it? So I think it's about moving it forward and trying not to get stuck in these sort of negative loops that we mentioned before. Mm. Mm. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Now, mm. where can people find your book, uh, either um, to read or I believe there's an audio version as well? That's right. So it's widely available online. So all the big retailers, um, Amazon, Waterstone, And it's called Calmism, isn't it? Calmism, uh, Eight Habits for Complete Rest. And it's also available on audiobooks, so places like Audible or Spotify. Which is great. If you want to, you could do a walk and listen to this at the same time, I'm thinking. That's right. Be nice and take a few breaths. A few slow breaths really do help, and it really calms down the physiology. So if you're going to do one thing today, just take a moment, take some slow breaths and feel your feet on the floor that's that's very very good advice and wonderful and i'm feeling calmer even from just hearing that i know someone said to me once take a beat like before you respond to an email if you're cross or whatever you know or you're you know take a beat just for anything to respond and it and i find if i remember to do it it actually does help me in most things yeah definitely yeah yeah well thank you very much that alexis and you'll be back next month to talk about some other aspects won't you yeah so next month we'll talk about um physical rest and nutritional rest and these are other areas that we can help calm the body that's brilliant thank you very much that's dr alexis willett and calmism cambridge 105 radio